0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter Tim Eight One Five on the Anchor Contest Line or on my Facebook Pre Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode on opposing launch angle and ask me questions if. I was confusing. Recently, I've been watching older ball games on YouTube. Stuff that I missed the first time around. and uh, some, Sometimes I'm watching games that I have no idea how it comes out. It's it's new to me. I know who doesn't win the championship that year. So, you know, off of that, I can tell who certainly didn't win sometimes. But um, re- regardless of the sport... Most games had better pacing back in the day. For instance, when I listen to a football game, it seems like they can't go eight or ten plays without having an entry timeout. Now, I understand. Why? Because football's a brutal game. And people get injured in football. And when a player gets injured or looks like they might be injured, player safety comes into play. Teams, uh, the league is, you know, they have the um, the protocol tense. So if somebody uh, gets, a, gets their he- bell rung, possible concussion, you know, back in the day, it was like, oh, wow, you know, I hope he shakes that off. But now we realize this stuff is serious. So leagues are taking safety far more seriously than they used to. Also, back in the day, when you go far enough back, there weren't any video replay reviews. There just weren't. It didn't happen. You had the call on the field, you went with it. Maybe you'd argue, maybe you wouldn't. But it it wasn't a case of okay, we're we're gonna stop the game now, and okay we're gonna ha- the the officials are gonna talk to the manager. Now they're gonna go over to the booth, and okay they're gonna put on their headphones, and they're gonna turn turn on the TV monitor back in the room, and then they're gonna three and a half minutes later, when you have. More delays for whatever reason, it kills the pacing. The pacing of a game, if you used to watch ball games back in the day or listen to ball games back in the day, there was a pacing. For instance, college basketball. There used to be coaches had five timeouts. They knew they had five timeouts. They wanted to have all five timeouts for the last minute and a half, if at all possible. Maybe, 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 maybe they would call timeout in the first half, and if they would call a timeout in the first half, or maybe early in the second half, that timeout would eliminate one of the television timeouts. Now, no, 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 no. If a if a coach calls a timeout at a full timeout at twelve forty with twelve forty seven remaining in the first half. That doesn't eliminate the 12-minute timeout. They're still going to get that timeout in. So you're still going to have all the timeouts. The game just absolutely crawls to a halt. But on the plus side, the colleges are making money from it and the players don't get any of the money. Eh, Well, whatever. Um, Pacing is just entirely different now than then. Uh, in the NBA, again, if you go back far enough, the 22nd timeout was only for injuries. Now it's, well, I want a timeout, but I don't want to call timeout, so I'll call 20 instead. And you have one 20 in each half. And now in college, if you don't take a 20 or a full in the first half, you lose a full for the second half. So if it gets to be twenty seven seconds left in the first half, and the coach fully well knows he hasn't taken his 20 second timeout yet. Okay, I'm gonna take my 20 second timeout. Now, what happens in a 20-second timeout, or maybe maybe they maybe they call them 30s in college. Yeah, I think they do. Um 30 seconds, you know how long 30 seconds is, right? When I was working in the CBA, if there's a 20 second timeout, the buzzer would go off 15 seconds after the timeout was charged. Then everyone would, you know, saunter back out onto the floor. But now a 20-second timeout, regardless of sport, 20-second, 30-second, whatever, you have an outro going to advertising. Then you have a 30-second advertisement. Then you come back from the advertisement with an intro advertisement. That sounds like it's more than 20 seconds or 30 seconds. The pacing is just gone. Absolutely gone in ball games, And baseball is no different. Baseball realized quite a few years ago that if you take pitches, you run the pitch count up for pitch, the starting pitcher, you get into the bullpen, preferably early, against the middling pitchers, the pitchers that struggle, and then hopefully you can eat ripping apart the second and third tier of a team's bullpen. That's the entire plan. Back in the day it used to be swinging so a pitch that you like. But teams realized that running up pitch counts, churning through at bats against relievers, It's not entertaining baseball, but it's effective baseball when you're talking about wins. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I put effort and quality into each one to try to assure information you won't necessarily get as promptly or completely from other sources. If you have friends that might enjoy this sort of informational delivery service on Deep Dive Cubs News, send them a link of an episode that might resonate with them. Perhaps this one. Hitting like, share, follow, retweet, or subscribe is also appreciated. Ask me if you need help in sharing. Much of this podcast is assessing value. As you assess the value, this podcast provides you. Most podcast delivery systems allow a link for you to contribute the amount that is most applicable for you. Thanks for any and all levels of support. Imagine... You were doing some farming. You had a half an acre. You're gonna plant something. Wheat, rye, corn, soybeans. So what are you gonna plant? I haven't say, if I'm gonna plant you know, okay. Well what what are the things that you would go through? You'd probably do a soil sample, talk to some of the farmers around and you know, ask them what they're doing, what works best for them. Maybe you'd find an outside um, land soil specialist, and ask them you know what what works in this area? I've talked to the people around here, but in case they're all idiots, what is it that would seem to work best for the soil that I have, considering the temperature, the climate, etc, et etc, cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. So you'd ask questions and you'd fully expect someone to tell you, well, some of the ideas that you have probably are wrong.' Some of them are right, some of them are wrong, but you're asking questions because you want to learn and you want to learn because you want to plant the crops that you can actually grow effectively on your half acre. When you're trying to do what is most useful, sometimes you will find out some of the things you had been doing were inaccurate. When people talk about how they don't like launch angle. Launch angle isn't a trifle. It's not like apple salad. Do you like apple salad? I generally tend to like apple salad. I don't like mayonnaise, but I like apple salad when it's done up properly. And um, yeah, apple salad's pretty good. But apple salad, you can actually dislike apple salad. Launch angle isn't like apple salad. Launch angle is a thing that exists scientifically. When the bat hits the ball, it leaves at a launch angle. Whether you like that the ball leaves at a launch angle or not doesn't change the fact that it leaves at a launch angle. That's really not up for discussion. There is no liking, it's kind of like, I don't like temperature. There's temperature everywhere. How can you not like temperature? You mean you don't like hot temperature or cold temperature? No, I just don't like temperature. How, How can you not like, same kind of thing with launch angle. Launch angle is how the ball responds to hitting the bat. And a whole bunch of stuff goes into that. whole bunch of physics, a whole bunch of mathematics. And when people start to talk about how they don't like launch angle, that's probably a large part of it. They don't like baseball being mixed with mathematics so much. They like stories and basic stuff and... They liked baseball back before Launch Angle existed. And you know what? I'm kind of right. In that baseball in the 60s, in the 70s, into the 80s, there wasn't all this stuff, all this thrown together stuff that people realized. This is really bad baseball. This is really bad baseball. Taking a lot of pitches to run up pitch counts. What It makes baseball horrible. It makes baseball very difficult to watch. But unless you're doing that, you're probably going to lose. So you can play baseball in the fun fashion that everybody used to play it back in the 60s and 70s. And it would be fun to watch Except then, your team's going to lose because other teams are going to run up your pitch counts and hit you with launch angle. Some people like their music with politics. Some people like their music without politics. Some people like baseball with analytical discussions. Some people don't like their baseball with analytical discussions. Now, if someone says, I'd prefer my baseball to not have announcers talking about pitch counts and launch angle, okay, I completely understand that. I totally agree with that. That's completely understandable. Why is it that they have, I I don't like these openers that teams have. Well, that's something that's becoming commonplace. It makes sense. It's useful. it's useful to have more of your pitchers actually performing in games as opposed to sitting out in the bullpen not pitching. Baseball changes. And to a very large extent, there were a lot of things about baseball that were a lot more fun back in the 60s and 70s. Sit down and watch a game sometime. They're on YouTube. I remember the 1968 World Series Game 1 is on YouTube. No, 67. 67, Game 1, is on YouTube. And watching those games, it was entirely different. Pitchers worked more quickly. Pitchers, starting pitchers went much further into the game. Part of that was because the hitters, a lot of the hitters were really crappy. You know, if you look at the shortstops that were in the NL Central in the like early 70s, you had Larry Boa, Don Kessinger, Bobby Wine, Dal Maxville, Gene Alley the heck am I leaving out? Uh, Cardinals, Cubs, Expo. And Bud Harrelson. There there, there aren't any guys there that, you know, really hit the ball. Kessinger was all right, but he was, you know, not like the standard shortstop now, who's, you know, 6'3", 6'4", 220, popping 25, 20... 28 bombs in a season. That's what teams are built for now. Hit the home runs, deal with the strikeouts. And it's very difficult to watch a baseball game. For quite a few people who grew up understanding a baseball game was going to be over in two hours and 30 minutes. And you know what? Given the option of listening to or watching. On television, an arduous three hour, 37 minute major league game that ends like three to one. When I can instead listen to a South Bend game, get over in two minutes and thir- two hours and 30 minutes. It, the minor league games are more entertaining. <laughs> they're more entertaining because they're more quick, they move along. Major league games are slow because teams are pot committed to winning and the best way to win is to run up pitch counts for the other team so you can get to their bullpen. In the minor leagues, teams are trying to figure out, can this dude hit? It's different. It's entirely different. I understand why people don't prefer contemporary baseball to old-time baseball, if they're familiar with both. For people who grew up with the score and the count and the miles per hour are on the screen all the time, the entire time, going back to the old-school stuff is odd. It's different. It's probably difficult to watch. But that's what a lot of us grew up with. Why i'd have the cubs game on while we're, you know you maybe you're working on working on a project and you got the cubs game on either tv or radio in the background and you know you're paying attention to it while you're doing something else maybe you're maybe you're out mowing the yard and you have a I, I don't know what but um baseball was different then and I don't see how someone can get away with logically saying I don't like launch angle. I can see him saying though I don't like the focus being on launch angle as opposed to baseball and stories and happiness. Because when we grew up watching Jack Brickhouse, the Cubs were a fifth-place team. But Jack Brickhouse made a fifth-place team worth watching. Nowadays, the Cubs can be a first-place team, and 30% of the games are unwatchable. It's not launch angle that's the problem. For a lot of people, the problem is the focus being on launch angle and infield shifts and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the popularity of baseball is, I remember how things were back in the day, and I want them to be that way again. I'm watching baseball to try to what, uh, hearken the echoes of the past or something like that. Launch angle is how the ball leaves the bat. You're better off having a proper launch angle that's going to hit line drives that ricochet off the wall or go over the fence or whatever as opposed to routine ground balls right to the shortstop. I understand why people get frustrated But they're blaming the wrong problem. The problem is not launch angle. The problem is winning baseball is really boring. Unless you happen to be winning that day. That's not going to change. That's not going to change. The only thing that will change one way or another is if the Cubs have a good team. And one of the really good ways to have a good team anymore is to have a good pipeline. So you can talk about not liking a launch angle all you want. Eventually, it's all going to boil down to how well are the Cubs developing talent to come up and replace players as they get traded, as they become free agents or whatever. Baseball is not going back to two-hour, 37-minute games, and it's not because of advertising in between innings. Teams are using their bullpens more because that's winning baseball. It's boring, but it's winning baseball. Thanks for stopping by pre of Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon, as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to make that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.